Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's what's your your weird story? Hello, 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 hello. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, 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 hello. Hello, Weirdsville. <laughs> Welcome back to another fabulous episode. This is uh, Jeff here with you guys today, the resident Bigfoot expert voice of the listener uh and joining me as always are your two co-hosts barry johnston what's up and adam bb hey guys hey buddy that was a great intro man that That was was fantastic (laughs) how are you oh i'm good i'm good uh how are you guys Doing well, man. Doing well. It's always a pleasure to have you along with us uh, here on the show. And I know that uh, the listeners at home also enjoy you uh, when you get the chance to be here with us in the studio, but not literally in the studio, but on the call. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's always great. It's a pleasure, really, is always mine to to come and visit with you guys. It's a a good break from... uh, my normal routine to get together with you guys and kind of catch up and yeah. and talk to some interesting people. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah. that's what it's all about. Um, and, and I mean, you're here because we're, we're, we're approaching uh, one of the subjects that you are uh, passionate about. Uh, the stories that we have today are pretty, pretty amazing, pretty amazing yes, stories. Indeed. Those listening at home know if Jeff is here, then we definitely are going to have some, <laughs> some kind of uh, hair-raising, hairy stories to share uh, about your favorite subject, as Barry was alluding to, and that is the Sasquatch, that is the Bigfoot, that is the Yeti, that is the Yowie, that is all of that <laughs> stuff. Um, Jeff, I was told, a little bird told me that you um, got a couple of new um books for your uh bigfoot <laughs> library what uh what did you get there oh yeah man okay well well you guys heard you know a couple weeks ago that i did i i uh had received a new uh bigfoot uh book you know some uh some stories of on bigfoot encounters with man mm-hmm. uh yeah <laughs> What kind of encounters? And now I am a <laughs> sexual nature. Okay. Oh, oh my, oh my! Yeah, I, I guess you could say that maybe is the fourth kind. <laughs> Close encounters. Oh the yeah, kind. I love it. So, so I did receive a book, and then graciously, for my birthday, I received another book Man. of a similar nature. 
<laughs> uh, high quality literature uh, sent to me from Adam Beebe for my birthday. Oh, Thank you so man. much. That's awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, no problem, man. Have I, you... mean, I know how much you enjoy uh, reading and uh, <laughs> yes. about Bigfoot <laughs> and Bigfoot encounters and uh, how magical they can be. And so, you know, I right. thought, uh, let's really get to know Bigfoot. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Back have you get him right up have you tri- <laughs> have you tried uh, have you read any um what are your thoughts well so uh, far i have so far. my first book I, I haven't got a chance to dive into my okay. uh newest okay. addition to sure. the library yet sure. i did glance over it okay. I, I uh i know there's five parts uh i believe there's five parts in that book okay and I'm not sure if it's five different stories, which I actually I think that they are five different little short stories okay, in the book. Okay, sweet, sweet. But yeah, it Amazing. is. Uh, it's a read. It's a read like no other. Oh man! You know? And and I, once I get into it, I'm gonna I'm gonna come on and and Give, we'll yeah. maybe I, I don't know we'll, we'll see maybe have a reading or maybe just a little yeah. book review. Yeah, yeah. A little report. Hundred percent, man. You know, we'll, I'll get up in front of the class and give. Uh, Give a little report of what I've read. Right. Yeah. What's your weird book report? Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. 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 That's awesome, man. Well, yeah. Today. <laughs> so today we have a guy who uh, has uh, a few encounters. He's uh, he's based where I think you would have a Bigfoot encounter if you're going to have one, which is uh, in in the mountain region of of uh, Colorado and New Mexico. It's uh, we've got today's guest is Lonnie, and he is uh, also known as De La Squatch uh, on 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 Facebook, and he has a uh, runs a Facebook page, Bigfoot Encounters, um, and that's how we met, and uh, we talked to him, and we got this, uh, we landed this interview, and man, it's just rich. We talked for a good long time, and we got. Um, a lot of great stories and we've got, you know, and more to come as well. Um, so, uh, we're, I think, you know, this will be the first part of a, of another two part episode interview. Um, and this will be all, uh, Bigfoot oriented and, uh, because there's a lot, there's a lot to be talked yeah. about and, uh, and, and shared and they, man, some great stories going from all the way back to when he was young to fairly recently as well. So, mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, I guess we should just go ahead and and uh, get to it. So uh, so, Mister Hubbard, would you uh, would you care to pro- propose the question? I I would love to. Uh, Lonnie, thanks for joining us today. We can't wait to hear this lifetime of stories that you've got. So, Lonnie, what's your weird story? My name is Lonnie. Um, I uh, go by De La Squatch on Facebook. If anybody knows, uh, has heard of me, that's I also go by that signature name. Cool. <laughs> um, I have a few interesting stories. I've, uh, I've, I've, I have a couple of Bigfoot stories. Um, I've encountered a few entities at one time or another. Mm-hmm. Um, I have several UFO incidents. Nice. Um, uh, I've lived in different parts of Colorado and different parts had the different, uh, <laughs> uh, encounters. Mm. Um, my most, uh, frequently asked encounters is about a Bigfoot, uh, encounter I had when I was maybe around 10 or 11 years old. 
um, I was on a hunting trip behind uh, Pikes Peak, Colorado, uh, with my father and his brother, my uncle, and a cousin of the family. And uh, I wasn't old enough to hunt, but I, I wanted to be with the boys and mm-hmm. uh, hunting the whole nine yards. Um, a few days into it, uh, and my, my father and my, my uncle, they did a lot of just, there's several mountain trails and roads uh, in this Pike National Forest. And so they were, we're always cruising. We had a, my father had an old, uh, uh, it was like a 72 Bronco. It was the smaller, older, smaller Broncos. Mm, cool. The the Jeep. Yeah, those are cool. So, yeah. So we were cruising just all over and there was a lot of game, a lot of game moving, a lot of hunters. So the game was always just moving. So we, uh, we, we, we cruised a lot, uh, in different roads and then we'd walk for a little bit, get in the truck and try this trail out, walk. Um, so we were just doing our thing. We had already been there for a day or two and, uh, we weren't having much luck. So, uh, uh, we were driving down this, just, a just an, an old, uh, dirt road. And, uh, I remember it turned into a cul-de-sac and, uh, and then from there, there was a little Jeep trail that continued on down the Canyon. And we noticed that there wasn't really any, uh, there was no tire tracks on the, on the Jeep trail. So uh, I remember my father and my uncle talking, you know, hey, should we go check it down down there? Nobody's been down here. We've been everywhere else. So they decided, let's let's go investigate this uh, canyon a little further. So we all jumped on this Jeep trail, went down. And I, you know, like I said, it was 10, 11, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember about halfway into this canyon on our left-hand side, uh, we, we encountered... Uh, Back, back. This was around. I'm gonna say between '88 and '91. Okay. Um, but we, I, we, I remember seeing. Uh, I guess you, they, you would call it a TP structure. Um, it was, it was, as we we're driving down, it was on our left, about maybe, maybe 200 feet from the road. And I, I remember asking my uncle, my dad, hey, what is that? You know, and they're, oh, maybe some. Uh, it has to have been a bear hunter. A bear hunter made a blind, mm. and uh, it's, uh, it has to be a bear hunter's blind. And and they, uh, you know, shook it off. We kept going, but I remember that. So uh, we keep going, and we're almost to the end of this canyon. And uh, we got so lucky. Uh, there was a, a, a two bucks and a doe, uh, just right right off the little trail, looking right at us. And my father had a, a buck tag, and my my uncle had a doe tag. So we all jump out of the trucks and run a little ways towards them. My uncle shoots and he hits the doe and drops the doe. So the two bucks take off running up the mountain. So me and my father, you know, he had the buck tag. Um, we we headed in pursuit. Mm-hmm. So we're going up the side of the canyon. And uh, they, they would keep about maybe 50, 60 yards in front of us. And then they would stop and they'd look down at us to see if we we're still trailing them. And then once we get a, a glimpse of them, they would turn around and keep going up. So they would run, stop, make, see if we're chasing them, run some more. They, uh, they made sure to keep their distance from us. Mm-hmm. So um, we finally get to the top of the ridge, and they, they go over. And my dad, I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm slowing him down. I was 11 or 12, somewhere around there. And so he goes, uh, he tells me, stay here, Lonnie. He goes, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not 100% sure if they're legal. Uh, at the time, there was a four-point restriction on bucks. And they were right around that size. So we weren't 100%. We didn't, he didn't want to go ahead and pull the trigger and then, uh-oh, he's only a two-point or something. Right. So um, 
he told me to wait there and he was going to go over. So um, we're already on top of this ridge. Um, I'm, I'm far enough to where I can't see my uncle and my cousin down below gutting uh, the deer. We're, we're up on top. So I'm, I'm waiting. I'm quiet. I'm uh, excited. Just waiting to hear a gunshot or something. And hey, dad got one too. And <clears throat> so I'm sitting there. And from what I remember, there was a breeze about every, oh, every two or three minutes, this heavy breeze would just come through and then it was dead calm again for two, three minutes. Heavy breeze would come. That's, that's how the, it was, it was like in October, the leaves were already falling off. So I'm, I'm there just sitting, being quiet, just excited. And, uh, there was a, there was a lot of, it was kind of open and then, uh, and, you know, sporadic aspens here and there and blue spruces. And there was a cluster of boulders, maybe, oh, it wasn't far, maybe, maybe a hundred yards away so, uh, in, in that vicinity. There was a cluster of gray boulders with moss on them. And I noticed uh, something reddish brown just uh, it, it's, it stuck out like a sore thumb. It was reddish brown, and I, I could see something there. Uh, at first, I didn't, you know, I'm just a kid, you know, just, just I didn't, I didn't pay attention to it. So I, I just stayed quiet, you know. I would glance constantly, you know, up and down the canyon. And uh, one of the times when I glanced towards those boulders, uh, uh, I, I kept looking at it, and I, I started. Uh, I noticed that when the breeze would blow by, that it, it, it would move with the breeze a little bit. Hmm. So I kept looking at it, and being young and dumb, I went and I crept over to see what the hell it was. So I crept over to it, and what I saw <laughs> was a huge uh, left arm hmm. and a hand, and it was uh, it was hu- it was hugging this boulder. Wow. Yeah, and. <sighs> I got close to it. I mean, I mean, feet. I got feet from it. Whoa. And uh, it was an arm hugging a boulder. Um, and I could see a knee uh, about six feet in front of it. I, I was behind this. I was behind it. Thank God. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was, I, I don't know if it saw us. It heard the gunshot. But it, it, I don't know if it was hiding. It to, in my After all these years, when I think about it, I think it was hiding. It wow. saw us coming up, and this mm. thing says, "Oh!" And it sat, it, it laid down, and it was trying to hide itself. It was trying wow. to hide its body, and it did pretty good because the only thing I could see was this arm sticking out, holding a boulder, and and I would just kind of peek over it, and I could see the knee about uh, a foot on each side, on top of the knee and below, wow. and, and that's all I could see. But I got a great visual of this arm. So this arm I'm looking at is, is massive. It's huge. Um, it, the hair was about three to four inches long and, uh, mm-hmm. the hand was black and it had mm-hmm. wrinkles on it. It had what? It had, it had uh, what? On? Wrinkles. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the hand had wrinkles. I, I remember the wrinkles, five fingers, um, and the fingernails were jet black. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and just massive. I remember comparing the size of the hand to a baseball mitt. Wow. wow. Huge. Holy shit. And uh, the hair on the knee was the same thing. The hair was three to four inches long. And, and this thing was a, a knobber. It was reddish brown mm-hmm. uh, all the way through. The, all, it was consistent, the same color. And the hair was uh, kind of sticking up. You know, it wasn't, 
uh, you know, just just like a wild, very wild. Mm. Wow. Um, so I'm looking at it, <laughs> and I'm just like, what the hell is this? And uh, it, I didn't smell nothing, but the wind was coming from behind me, going towards right. Um So I'm looking at it, and I count five five fingers, and I almost touched it. I didn't believe, you know, I was like, what are you looking at? I almost oh touched that God. hand because it did not move. It didn't twitch a finger. Uh, the oh knee never moved. This damn thing was just still, still, still. So um, I even went like this, you know. Yeah, five. Oh, it's a massive wow. And I even, wow. I was oh, stupid. I was even contemplating, well, maybe you should go around these boulders, and you're going to run right <laughs> into it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Uh, a lot of, you know, I wasn't expecting to encounter what I did. I was young. Right. So I'm looking at it. And this and the whole thing maybe was maybe a minute long. So all of a sudden, here comes this breeze of wind again. Mm-hmm. The breeze came, and that hair on the arm started doing this. And I split. I took off running. I was. Wow. I, it, that was enough to convince me whatever you're looking at, dude, is real. Wow. So Damn. I ran running down the, the canyon. Uh, I finally caught sight of my uncle and my cousin down below gutting the deer. And, you know, being 11 years old, I was for sure this thing was chasing me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was going to kill me. It was going to eat me, whatever. Um, so uh, when I saw them, I immediately started waving and yelling at them because I didn't want to. I was so afraid. I didn't want to look up to see if it was behind me. Right. Uh, um, so I was yelling and waving like, hey, you know, uh, it, uh, it, it, if I die you know why there, whatever it is behind me is coming at me. You, you know what happened. That's the first thing that came to my mind as, as a kid. Yeah. So they kind of look up at me and they're like, kind of like, what the hell is this kid doing? And they ignored me and continue gutting the deer. So I told myself, well, thank God it's not behind me. So, uh, I ran back down to them, you know, I'm excited and breathing heavy. And, uh, I was pointing up to the cluster of boulders. I told my uncle, I says, Hey, there's, <laughs> I, what, what, I guess what they call a Bigfoot. I said, there's one in those rocks. I said, take your rifle and I'll show you. So he looks at me him and my cousin and the uh, silly kid. And they continue gutting the deer and ignored me. Mm. Oh, man. So anyway, maybe a half hour or so later, my father shows back up. And I was like, dad, 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 did you, did you see that Bigfoot in those boulders? Did you, did you go by those boulders? No. And blew me off too. <laughs> So the the rest of the hunting trip sucked. I had nightmares. I didn't Man. even want to get out of the truck and scout around the morning. <laughs> no kidding. I, I, I it ruined everything right there. Um, I told anybody, all my family about it. Mm. They laughed at me. Yeah. Cousins, pe- cousins, people I thought were close. Yeah. Uh, they they uh, uh, they didn't buy it, man. And wow. so uh, for a lot of years, I, I kind of didn't say much. I would always stick with my story. Yeah. But uh, you know, I got laughed at a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then I remember sometime, it was in that a year, within a year or so, I'm thinking. I remember one evening, we were, uh, me and my dad were watching television and the show Unsolved Mysteries uh, was on. And uh, they were talking about Bigfoot sightings in a town about maybe 20, 25 miles away from where we were hunting. Wow. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's on the, oh, it's with that Robert Stack, I believe. It's yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. Right. A classic, man. That's good classic. stuff. But uh, they had an episode over there uh, behind Pikes Peak. There was a little town over there called Green Mountain Falls. And we, mm. we were in the same national forest. Green Mountain Falls was not far from us. Mm. And people were seeing uh, what they believed was a, a, a mother with a juvenile wow. uh, at night and stuff. 
And uh, when that show aired, and my dad immediately turns and looks at me from the couch, and I says, "See, Dad." So wow. after that day, he, he's been skeptical. Yeah. Uh, uh, he doesn't totally blow me off now. Um, well, that's good. But, yeah. Yeah. So that was my first ever encounter wow. of, of, of a parent Bigfoot. Wow. Um, that's, I, that, I, it's wild because that, like, if you were, it seems to me like your assumption that it was hiding is probably right, you know, or at least trying to not be seen, you know. Um, you, and if the wind was thrown behind you, that thing had to know. It could probably hurt you coming up, and it had to know that you were right there because it, you know, it could, you know, animals smell way better than we do. They they can smell better than we do. I should say they don't necessarily smell fragrant and better than we do. But, um, but like you know, that thing had to know that you were there, and it probably. If it was an adult, it would have probably known that you were a small thing coming up, you know? Yeah. And maybe that's why it didn't uh, rip your face off or something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> we were making noise. We were, we were crunching through everything and running after those deer. We were definitely making noise. <laughs> Damn, man. But uh, if you guys yeah. have any questions, or I, mean, I'm, I'm, I could ask, or I'm, I'll answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, that sound. you know, I've definitely heard... Uh, you know, people have different descriptions of the color of the fur, but I've definitely heard of, you know, the reddish brown auburn uh, colored fur. And like you said, like three to four inches long is pretty consistent with a lot of a lot of things that I've heard. But it's really cool that you were able to get so close and especially to, you know, really inspect the hand. Yeah. of uh of the bigfoot which what you kind of described really kind of sounds consistent with like a great ape hand mm -hmm. you know they're That's they're not really thinking, they don't yeah. really have a smooth skin it's you know and they're they're usually black colored and and wrinkly like that so mm -hmm. uh right. that's really interesting and you know i i think you're right i think uh he was with with from from the sounds of it there's a lot of pressure in the woods with a lot of hunters out in the woods like you said most of the game was moving and i would imagine that probably bigfoot would be doing the same damn thing right. and you know i i don't know really if bigfoot really liked to have encounters with with men you know i think sometimes maybe they they do go looking for trouble, but I think they probably understand what guns are and what guns do. And when, when that's going off in the woods, you know, they're probably mm -hmm. ready to hide. But, you know, I kind of had a weird thought while you were uh, while you were talking about him. And did you ever see it move at all? Did it ever did you ever see any part of its knee or its hand or anything move? Nothing. This yeah. thing was, was is like a statue. Yeah, uh, the only that, thing that you, know, the you know, I kind of wondered, uh, especially, you know, uh, I, I wondered if maybe, well, since you were upwind from it, you know, and it probably could have heard you or, you know, heard you coming or smell you coming. Uh, I mean, there's a chance uh, that it could have been injured mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, who knows with as many people in the woods, the thing could have somebody could have cracked a shot off at it, you know, at some point while they were out there hunting, or it could have, I mean, it could have even been dead 
and you know it kind of your description of how he was laying just kind of with an arm you know around a boulder uh you know without really seeing it I, but it kind of seems you know almost like you know it you know maybe it kind of just kind of fell there or laid back and it's maybe it's arm fell or you know if it was injured or dead or something like that but yeah uh that is uh that's, that's a wild. great story it man. is that man. is really cool you know the the color of the fur is what i'm i'm like i'm like yeah that would be the perfect color to blend in especially in the fall yep you know that reddish brown would blend right in <clears throat> which obviously if you're an animal you know over time you know, you would you would change your, you know, your suit to uh, <laughs> to 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 try to blend in. I mean, it's I keep tripping out about the size of the hands, man. I'm like picturing a baseball glove and like the size of that, man. It's like right. that must have been. I've seen an animal before that I didn't know what it was, and I was tripping out. And it was actually in Colorado. I saw a moose, and I didn't know what a moose looked like. Like, I knew what it looked like, but I could not place it at that time. I thought it was a big horse, and it was standing in the middle of the road, and I'm like, what is that, man? That's like the biggest horse I've ever seen, you know? But it had this <laughs> weird head, and I'm like, and I, I put it together hours later. Oh, my God, I bet I saw a moose. But when you're standing there, and you're looking at it, and it's like you're seeing it in its environment, you're trying to put it all together like, okay, this is a creature I've never I've never laid eyes on it, at least up close. And now I'm sitting here and, you know, feet away from this thing, man. That must have been, that must have been a pretty powerful moment. Yeah, yeah it was, it was uh, definitely life changing. I, I had nightmares for a while. And then w when nobody believes you, that's like, it just, it's, it's like a pour salt on the wound, you know? Yeah. Sure, sure. Right. Cause yeah, you're, you're probably, you're probably going, did I really see that then? I mean, yeah, right. maybe yeah. I was hallucinating or something, you yeah. know? Yeah. Exactly. It's like, um, especially when you're a little kid and you're being told, no, that didn't happen, you know, by adults, you know, they're like, oh, whatever, you know, you're being, that was your imagination. They're being dismissive. And, you know, it's like when we had, uh, we had a guest on recently, Liz, who um, saw a, a ghost in her bed. And uh, it turns out, you know, she described the ghost to her grandmother and her grandmother was like, yeah, whatever. And then she pulled out uh, later, you know, weeks later, her grandmother pulled out the family photo album. And it turns out that the woman that uh, the girl saw was like, her great grandmother, wow. you know, who she never met because it was long dead. And she described it perfectly. And she's like, that's who it was. You know, so, yeah. I mean, you know, it's you have that confirmation that there's something going on because of unsolved mysteries, but because you're a little kid, people are kind of like, Oh, you know, whatever being yeah. super dismissive because you know, you're a kid. Right. Yeah. Right. So that, that is pretty much uh, what sparked my interest. Mm. Um, now I have a group on Facebook called encounters with Bigfoot. Um, uh, I love it. I, I it's it, uh, like-minded people. I, right. um, you know, I'm, I'm always telling everybody, don't you, you will not get ridiculed in here. Yeah. It matter how wild, you know, your, right. You know, whatever in encounter you had, uh, you're, you're welcome to, you know, share if you'd like. Right. So that's what and that's what we do with this podcast, man. I mean, it's the same. That's the same idea. You know, we're 
We're giving people a platform to talk about stuff that they can't normally talk about because because just what you said, you know, you get ridiculed. People think of like, you know, well, you put yourself into a category once you tell the story because people are going to think right. nuts. Exactly. You know? and, um, but yeah, and I mean, that is that your story right there. I mean, it, that's one of those stories that uh, you don't just bring that up. Uh, the first yeah. time you meet someone, you know, <laughs> or you do, if right. you're really trying to test the water. <laughs> right, depends on the situation. Right. Yeah. Um. So, uh, year years later, my 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 father's getting close to retirement age. Uh, he decides to move from Colorado Springs back uh, back home in the San Luis Valley. Uh, he bought some property, and uh, all of his brothers and sisters had a little property uh, a little mountain property he was the only one that uh hadn't moved back home uh later on in life mm. so finally around 1997 uh they landed up moving from colorado springs back home into the san Luis valley bought a little ranch and uh right in the foothills man beautiful got a river coming down the whole nine yards so um i you know throughout life i date girls and fall on hard times and go back home and help my dad with the ranch, stay there a year or two and, you know, move on and whatnot, go back to Colorado Springs or New Mexico. So I was kind of drifting here and there uh, around my early 20s. And um, uh, that, that place is very interesting. Um, but I'll, I'll continue a little bit more. I, I have uh, two more possible encounters with Bigfoot. Okay, great. Uh, so later in life, I was... My second possible encounter, I was 30-ish years old, and uh, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was dating a lady, and uh, we went to come down and visit the, the parents, and it, it was around this time of year, it was uh, almost close to September, and uh, we decided one, one afternoon, it was a beautiful, gorgeous evening, to drive up, uh, up the canyon a ways and, uh, and park, because I told her, you know, I was, hey, I've seen a lot of weird stuff flying uh at night through these skies and then let's go see if we see something so uh we drive up the road and stuff and it just started to get dark and uh there was this beautiful little creek coming down we were there was nobody around for miles and there was this huge uh meadow behind us and then the mountains really started you know just right at the beginning of the mountains so uh, we drive up in park and uh we have the windows down and stuff and we had just pulled up and maybe, <laughs> maybe uh, 25 to 30 seconds after I, I pulled up and turned off the car, uh, the truck, and rolled down the windows, this howl, this howlish growl, growl, that's the only way I can explain it. Um, I'm going to try to mimic it. Uh, I can't even come close to it. But it, at, at first, I thought it was a coyote. Cause there is coyotes everywhere up there. But uh, the way it... it finished off this, uh, when it let out this howl, whatever, growl, it was kind of like a, and I says, what the hell was that? (laughs) And it shot off the mountain behind us, and it was very loud, and it echoed, and, uh, you know, her eyes got big, what the hell was that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So I'm thinking and thinking that at first, yeah, it kind of was a coyote, but hell no. The way it went, rah, I said, the coyote doesn't do that. Yeah. And it had a set of lungs on it. 
<laughs> so I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm wondering, and I said, you know what? You know, there's a lot of game in this field. Uh, maybe something was get ready to pounce on a deer, and you guys came up and you chased him away with your truck, and he was pissed. Right. That, that's the kind. I kind of started thinking, you know, now it's pure dark. You don't have a flashlight. You're the only ones up here. This uh, this damn thing might even come down to the truck. Mm. So I'm starting to kind of freak out. She's freaking out and making things worse. And uh, I could not pinpoint it. And I told myself, it has, it, that's got to be a, a big foot. There's nothing yeah. else that's going to do that with a right. set of lungs. Well, I, I, I've made uh, similar vocalizations whenever I've finally gotten home after a long drive and been yeah. holding my pee for like three hours. And finally get in there, man, and you have it, and it's just, oh, you know, it's a zen-like pee. You really, it's almost life-changing. You know, it's a meditative state that you yeah. certainly get into. But I'm thinking that that's a little bit more sedate than the the one that you heard out there. So yeah, yeah. Well, if this guy was pissed, he was passing a stone. <laughs> oh man, was, that's uh, a... What I remember is it was just very loud and very. I mean, you this thing had some lungs on it. Um, I don't know what it was. It, I I do know that what it wasn't, and it wasn't mm -hmm. a coyote, yeah. wolf, bear. Um, so that happened to me and, uh, that was just like, okay. So then a couple of years later, uh, I'm dating another lady, which is now my wife and, uh, my parents, me and my sister don't get home, uh, uh, back home a lot anymore. We both live in Colorado Springs. The ranch is about a three hour drive, uh, about an hour from Taos. Um, they, they're, they're always trying to get us to go down. Hey, come down for Christmas time. You know, let's you know, love, love you guys for you guys to come down for Christmas, Thanksgiving, those type of uh, holidays. So, you know, we, we try to make it a point to to do the drive. And and my, my father's got some horses down there. And um, we uh, one year, uh, me, and, me and the wife came down for Christmas time. Uh, it was very cold. There was, you know, two feet of snow on the ground. And my dad's uh, uh, been riding the horses by himself. You know, he had nobody to ride with him. And he, he kept bugging me all morning. Hey, uh, you should go for a ride with me on the horse. You should go for a ride. Like, Dad, it's super cold. I don't want to go and freeze my ass on the horse. <laughs> so he's, uh, he kind of gave me that look. And I says, okay, Dad, let's go ahead and when you feed him in the morning, go ahead and uh, put him in the corral and I'll go with you. So next morning he corrals him up, brings out some hay. They come right to him. And uh, we had breakfast and stuff. And we, uh, I, I rope a horse, he ropes his, and I, we start saddling. And uh, he's, like I said, the, the ranch is right right when the hills just start. So maybe uh, three miles away, you're already hitting timber and aspen. Okay. So it's pretty cool. We're, we're right there. Yeah. So um, we saddle up the horses, um, and we, we, we go for a ride. So uh, we start heading up into the into the timber, and um, uh, we're riding maybe an hour into it. And uh, my dad's like, you know what? You know, we haven't seen an elk or a deer. You know, with all this snow, I'm I'm shocked. You know, we always see something. Yeah. So um, we we continue going a little ways, and I finally told my dad, says, Dad, I'm cold, I'm freezing. Um, the horses are not happy being up here. Uh, I says, let's let's start heading back. 
or back to the ranch. So um, he's like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, let's go ahead and go. And uh, we were kind of far up already. And um, uh, he decided, you know, he's like, the best way to get out of here is to cut through some private property. And uh, we'll be on the county road. It, actually, the road where uh, I heard that growl, well, mm. we're going to land up catching up into that road and then heading back down into the ranch. So I was like, you know what, Dad, I'm cold, whatever. There's nobody up here. It's too much snow. Uh, let's do it. So we start heading down a canyon into some private property. And, I mean, the, the snow was deep. It was hitting the horses on the chest, and they were yeah. just struggling. You know, they're uh, breathing hard. It, uh, it got deep. So um, my father is about maybe 10, 12 feet ahead of me, and I'm behind him. And uh, I, I, uh, the, 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 the canyon was very shady. And I remember on the west side of the canyon, the sun would hit it. And, uh, and, I, and I noticed that uh, some of the hillside was, was dry. And I says, well, you know, if I was a deer, there's food. So I was just yeah. kind of looking over there. And before you know it, I, I says, Dad, Dad, there's a big old buck just standing there looking at us. He's like, where? I was like, right there, watch. So uh, we're looking at this buck. And then, uh, you know, they camouflage a while. Next thing you know, hey, well, there's another one standing there. There's another one. They all kind of start, you know, you know, you know how deer are. They stand still. Well, next right. thing you know, you, you start seeing them. But mm -hmm. we would never have known if I, you know, we would have went right by him. So, you know, that was cool. So we were looking at the deer. and So um, next thing I know, my dad goes, there's somebody watching us. And I says, oh, man, you know, we're ca crossing through private property. I don't need no trouble. I'm cold. And then now this. Right. And then like, well, shit, the, horse, the, the snow is up to the horse's chest. There's no way in hell anybody's up here. Yeah. So and he goes, watch, he's, he's, he's moving. I says, watch, he's running. So I'm like, where, Dad? And he's like, up there. Don't, don't you see him? And he goes, uh, that, that's not a person. I'm like, Dad, where? So, uh, you know, I'm trying to get my horse turned around and all that and looking, you know, behind me to see where he's pointing. So I get my horse turned around, and I'm, 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 I'm looking where he's pointing, and finally I see what he's, what he's looking at. So, and this, this one's a little further. Uh, we're going down the canyon, and it's on, the, on, the, on, the, on top of the, the mountain mm -hmm. about... I'm going to say about a thousand yards from us. Okay. Um, but the, the the trees on this mountainside they were sporadic. It was just a tree here, a tree there, so you could see quite a bit in between everything. So uh, when I, what I saw when I caught sight of it uh, at the what I saw was uh, the only way I could explain it <laughs> was uh, this huge uh, figure, and it, and it was hunched over, kind of like uh, you know you just did the hundred yard dash at, in high school. You're catching your breath, and, mm -hmm. and uh, you put your hands on your knees, and you're kind of hunched over catching your breath. Well, that's what it looked like, this thing, the position that it was in. It looked like it had its hands on its knees, and it was just staring right at us. Wow. And it was huge. This thing had to have been close to four feet wide. And when it was hunched over, in my opinion, that's the, the stance that I believe I saw it in, it was at least like six and a half feet, and that was hunched. So this wow. thing just... Damn bigger if it would have stood Damn. so i'm looking at it and uh, and it's it's in between two trees and you could just it was there it was right there and uh my dad's my dad already knows me and bigfoot and you know so he's, <laughs> he's still been on the fans about it and yeah. the first thing he says is i want out of here i want out of here and i said no, no 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 i want a picture so i start <laughs> fumbling through the my my uh wife had a, this awesome camera 
this with this great zoom and i'm like oh yeah i got one so i'm fumbling through the saddlebags and i forgot the damn thing on the deck oh no. I, I, I didn't want to go for the ride to begin with i'm right. going to drag and i left the camera on the deck Shit. I, I was supposed to put it in the in the saddlebag so i kicked my own ass still for this day for that <laughs> <laughs> what what did your dad did 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 you talk about this after like after yeah. the incident, yeah, here and there, he, he doesn't say much. Okay, um, I got him to speak up now for uh, when was it the Fourth of July? Uh, we went back home. We we're having a couple of beers with the family there at the ranch, and I kind of brung it up. And uh, he doesn't deny it, but he doesn't like to speak about it because he doesn't want everybody to know. You know, he's a man, and yeah, you know, he got scared. <laughs> sure. Um. So, um, he uh, he'll he'll talk about it if I bring it up. Mm. But he 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 he's one of those ones where you know what I don't want to be made fun of, right. so right. I'm, I'm not going to mention it. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah. he was he was scared. He wanted out of there. And uh, but I see here's another thing. I didn't see it move again. He claims that it was running, and he and it stopped. Uh, I, when I finally caught sight of it, I, it wasn't moving. It was just hunched over and it was looking at us. Right. But um, like wow. I said, it was about a couple yards. So detail. This right. one was more of a black. It was dark. Right. Um, I, I I don't know if it was one. I never saw it move. Yeah. It could have been a tree stump. He claims that it was moving. Right. Uh, I don't doubt him. I mean, he wanted out of there. Sure. Um, so we continued on, and I watched it. I was just watching it the whole time we continued on, and it never moved. It just, it, you know, and, and, and I've noticed that with, with elk and deer. When, when they yeah. know that you've seen them, they yes. will stand like a statue. They mm-hmm. will blend right in with the shadow yep. and go right by him. That's right. Um, so I, I, I don't know if it wow. was one. It's just one of them, hey, here's something that happened today. Right. Wow. <laughs> wow. How how long did you say that you you that you guys observed it? Um I'm gonna say maybe maybe about two minutes. Uh but uh the whole time when I caught sight of it, uh it never moved, but he, he swears that it was it was yeah. moving. Right. Um, but wow. it would not move when I caught sight of it. And, and we, we walked, we went down. It was big, man. I, I, I didn't want to mess with it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. We, so we just, we, I followed my dad and we headed out and, uh, we, we caught that, uh, County road and then we went back home and that was pretty much it for that one. Wow. Wow. That's great, man. That's, that is, that's, in, that's intense. Hey, that's a nice t-shirt you got on there. Oh, thanks, dude. It's brand new. Do you like that? It's one of the official What's Your Weird Story t-shirts. Where'd you get that? It's funny that you ask. I just got it off the brand new Spreadshirt.com site for the What's Your Weird Story podcast. There's no www. You just go straight to shop.spreadshirt.com backslash what without the apostrophe W-H-A-T-S hyphen Y-E-O dash w-e-i-r-d dash s-t-o-r-y and that'll take you right there i mean you can never own enough clothing well that's true barry there's t-shirts 
for the ladies because you know they're cut differently there's hoodies which are really cool there's two different kinds of hoodies and there's also tote bags so you can tote your stuff that's so cool man so if you guys go out to spreadshirt.com what's your weird story currently there are two designs but there will be more going up very soon so just keep your eyes out for that and if you decide to get one of our shirts tag yourself on instagram to ours or facebook show your love show us what you got let's see your true colors a thousand yards is a pretty good clip too yeah yeah and see uh, uh um you you could see everything because uh it, it, the, the background was all white with snow right and uh, and and it was it was just it was in between some trees but it still had five feet on each side of it of snow sure. so it's there i mean right right there was uh i could we could see it it's just not super sure. close for right <laughs> right it was big yeah man yeah. wow that's that's intense damn that is really cool did you did your dad happen to say how fast he thought or how how you know because the snow was probably just as as deep up there maybe even a little deeper did he say how fast he thought it was moving through I, I never really – we don't talk about it too much. Uh, mm-hmm. He's just one of those guys that uh, he don't he, – he's really uh, conscientious about his, you know, his character and reputation, yeah. especially in a small town. You know how right. it is in a small town. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't speak too much about it. Uh, you know what? Uh, I, I might see him tomorrow. I'm going to hit him up. Uh, they're supposed to come into the spring. I'm gonna hit him up about that. You should, man. Uh, you should. Yeah, but I've, no, he just he was he was very panicked. He said it was moving. Right. And he wanted out of there. And uh, well, it's it's you know I had a I had a something like this kind of happen with my dad. You know, um, and we saw something together. And um, and I've said this before on the show, but um, when you have somebody with you in a, in a in a instance like this. Even though the other person may not want to talk about it, that's kind of validation. To, you know what I'm saying? Just like, okay, I get it. You know, you don't want to discuss it, but you know that you saw something, and and I saw something. You know, because uh, yeah, I mean, it is to say out loud, even even in the company of people that you know really well, that you might have you know encountered something. Um, that's a big statement, you know. That's a big statement. So I, I, I get why he, you know, would feel that way about it. But uh, man, just wild. Yeah. But uh, so that's another one. Uh, I, I can't confirm it. <laughs> um, sure. I, sure. It, it was far. It, if it would have moved, yeah. Yeah. So right. I'm I'm on the fence that fifty percent of me says oh, it could have been a a big a big stump busted over. Mm. And fifty percent of me says, "Well, you know, Dad was shooken up, and he he said it was right. moving." And, See, and yeah. that's that's what gets me and convinces me of the story is that your dad, who he's like how you describe him, and as he's a hunter and all of that, he knows the difference between seeing you know an elk or whatever you know moving across. He knows the difference of how things move, right? And you know, he saw something that scared him enough that he doesn't really he doesn't even want to acknowledge it completely but he can't you know he can't completely deny it because it scared enough to where he said we got to go because of that right see that and he wanted you to you know see it and acknowledge it but then it's like also you know 
I want you to see that, but I don't want you to tell me what it is because I don't want to be scared because I don't want to have to <laughs> change my worldview right. just that ever so slightly much right. because that's just freaky. So, yeah. did you ever see? To me, did you guys ever see the footage of? I think it's fairly recently um, of the Bigfoot that is uh, going across the road in the snow, and and it's the snow is like as deep as what you're talking about, and this thing is running like I'm walking through like a foot of snow. You know what I mean? It's running and the 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 road is cleared of snow or you know it's packed down. And when it runs across, you know when it breaks that that wall, you know the snow just flies, you know, everywhere and continues to run. It's like, "Whoa, that I don't know if it's been debunked or not, but it, it's impressive. If it's a person running, he's a big person, you know, it would take a lot to move through the snow like it moved. So I'm curious to see if that's maybe the way he is moving, if, if that's what your dad saw, was just kind of these long strides, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I'll have to hit him up and uh, uh, maybe if I... Uh, get a few beers down and maybe I'll <laughs> there you go <laughs> lube, him, lube him up yeah there you go yeah, yeah. yeah. that always helps with the stories you know for sure yeah. the ones that people don't want to tell or shouldn't tell you know right. that's, uh, <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. yeah uh, so that's um, funny I, the, pretty much the only other uh, evidence that I have with uh, I guess a Bigfoot type creature was uh, back in 2012 me and my wife uh, went camping, and my parents were supposed to join us a day or two later. I, I went to go find a camping spot, uh, and then uh, I would get cell service. Hey, Dad, we're over here. Come over there. Here's where we're at. So I, I went up first, and um, uh, I don't remember if it was that same day or it was the next day. I went looking for firewood. So I, I jump on my ATV. Uh, I got some... Uh, chains and stuff, and I'm like, you know what? I am not sweating hard. I'm not going to work hard. Took a, took a little saw with me. I'm going to load this bike, and it's going to be real nice. So, um, uh, the the canyon where we're camping, it was all uh, national forest, and uh, there there people do frequent the canyon and camp. So wood is scarce. Everybody, all the all the firewood next to camp is gone. Everybody has already annihilated that. So now you got to go further into the woods to go and find firewood. So um, I, I, there was this hillside up, up a canyon and, uh, uh, just, it was, it was, it was wild. And I says, I know there's, there's wood up in there and nobody's been up here. So, um, I, well, see, I, I, uh, let me backtrack. I, I, I've already hit this, uh, this hillside previously in other years and I, I always had success with wood. So, uh, I went, I already knew where I could find wood and nobody's been up. So, um, when I went up there, I, I to to the area where I was always getting wood every every summer, um, I, I encountered uh, some stick structures, and okay. uh, that blew my mind. Yeah, because uh, for for all these years, even uh, being in the Bigfoot group and all that, I was very I didn't believe in in the stick structure stuff. I really right. didn't. Even the guys in my group would post uh, these stick structures, and uh, I always thought it was bullshit. Right. Um, but then when you run into it yourself, <laughs> right. nobody around, then you start scratching your head. Right. Right. Um, and, and I have actually, I did, up, up, I, I uploaded the, the photos on, on YouTube. Okay. 
yeah so uh, uh it's just it, I, I i just had a little flip phone at the time okay and um uh i i snapped some photos of it and uh, I, I started investigating them and there was uh there there was three of them up up up, up, up that i encountered okay um uh i've got i've got pictures and all that um very odd just the way were they, they were uh were they like were they bent like the bent where they take the trees and they bend them together and they weave them into something or what uh yeah it, it, are you guys able to jump on youtube yeah let me let me uh yeah okay while you do that um I got to pee real bad. I don't yeah, know why yeah, I was yeah. going to be making some uh, big fit noises <laughs> here, but uh, let me be right okay. back. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> I am. I'm pulling up YouTube right now. Uh, All righty. I'm. I'm hoping. It, I'm hoping you can find it. It, it should be a uh, Bigfoot tree structures near Salida, Colorado, and it's just. A oh real yeah, 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 yeah. Here, here it is. Hold okay. On. So when I snapped the photos, uh, I brought my father back up the next day. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I was like, I want to witness to this. So it looks like there's poles that are leaning up on trees, and you're pointing to something in one of those yeah. pictures. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a, a branch placed about eight feet up. Okay, in, uh, in between two trees. Okay, and what really uh, got my sparked my interest is in order to get that high, there was there was little old branches going up this tree. Okay, uh, it, if a child would lean on it, the branches would snap. All these branches were still intact. Wow! So that I got, I got to scratching my head. I was like, "You can't just climb that tree because you'll you'll bust these little old branches. Yeah. You have to be feet tall." The to... right, I see that. Yeah, yeah. So that's what kind of like you know what? Maybe there is something to this tree structure. Huh. That's gig or whatever. That's interesting. Wow. Yeah. So that's what I ran into, and uh, I I brought my father and the, my my nephew, nephews and nieces. They all showed up the next day. And I was like, Dad, you got to go check out what I found here when I was searching for wood. Right. Wow. Um, my nephew was making fun of me the whole time. And then when we got to the area, he would not get off the bike. He was <laughs> his little pants. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I told myself, I want to take a picture with you. He's like the last picture there. I on see the, that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like, so you remember the next time you're making fun of Uncle <laughs> You know, look, this is what you, we, and so this is what we saw. So right. don't just right away. Uh, you know, make fun of me. <laughs> yeah, right. What 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 is that again? So that people can pull it up. Uh, the, yeah, yeah. It's uh, if you search on YouTube for Bigfoot tree structure near Salida, it'll it'll come up. Uh, Twenty seventeen. Um, okay. Yeah, near yeah near Salida. It's uh, the whole thing is Bigfoot tree structures near Salida, Colorado. Twenty seventeen. It'll pop up. Interesting. So. Uh, Lonnie, back yep. at, in your uh, your first story, you know, when you were a kid and you were on your hunting trip, and and I meant to ask you this uh, when you first finished that story, but when you were talking about that story, when you guys hit the Jeep trail, you mentioned uh, TP type structure that yeah. that your dad and uncle dismissed as probably a blind. Mm -hmm. Thinking about it now, w what do you think you saw? Um, it, it it was very similar. Um, it, it, it was it was poles, and they were big poles. The the that first one, this one here, mm. the 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 one here in Salida, the the trees weren't that big around there. Uh, the one over in Pikes Peak, the first one, those were some massive, uh, at least uh, ten inches round. Uh, wow, poles. damn. Um, I I 
it all I know is uh it it, it it, it, it was something something with hands made it um mm-hmm. and when i think about it now i i remember noticing it i mean it stuck out like a sore thumb but yeah. it was it was mixed in with a lot of trees but you could see it, it something built it right but the, mm-hmm. the the logs were very big like a little too big for for just the average joe to to put crisscrossed for no for no reason right right yeah if they were building a a beer a bear blind they wouldn't use you know logs that big it'd be just enough you know lighter things you wouldn't cut necessarily whole trees down right Sm- small branches so, stuff yeah yeah, yeah. that's um, interesting i i don't know <laughs> i uh it, it, i have more questions than than uh answers you know uh right it, just very unusual right yeah that's i i that's kind of what this whole stuff you know these stories like this they 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 do. They raise a lot of questions, and uh, yeah, definitely more than more questions raised than answers right. know, resolved. So right, which yeah. is and you know we we took a trip down to our uh, the state uh, Bigfoot festival down here in, in Oklahoma a couple of years ago, and it was really fun, man. We had a good time and talking to people, and uh, it was it was cool because you know people would just talk openly about it. You know they weren't afraid to tell you that uh hey man you know we've seen some weird stuff and and when you're out where they hold the festival uh you know the uh landscape i mean you could see how it would be possible if these things exist how they could just sort of blend into their surroundings and and not be found if they didn't want to be it's such a vast area of mountains and trees and you know um But you know, you you think too they they've got a they've got a camp somewhere they've got to sleep somewhere and uh, that's why those structures are mm-hmm. so interesting you know yeah I I don't know what to make of them uh, I don't know if it's a territorial thing right um, very weird I I don't I don't have an explanation to what's the reasoning behind it right yeah yeah because the way that they were set up it's you know the functionality is definitely difficult to figure out because it could be many things and it could be that it's like you said some territorial markings you know that says hey we're big and strong and we can do this we can move these things around you know or or something like that who knows but it could be that they were somehow they've made you know more of it as a shelter you know a lean-to type thing or you know but then again it also doesn't look like it has that kind of you know stuff around it so i don't know it yeah. it is a mystery it really is yeah yeah i uh, but you could you could clearly tell something was it was able to uh think similarly to mm-hmm. a human the way this the right. way it was uh designed mm-hmm. i mean uh it's not just a you know like a, a dumb chimp you know right, right. It, i mean something it, it had thought it was able to right. think and process sure yeah so that yeah there was another, you know some kind of, of reasoning right yeah yeah, um, yeah. but I, 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 go ahead i'm sorry oh I, I was just gonna say uh you know your mission into the woods that day was to get firewood did you fuck with bigfoot stash or did you go <laughs> find your own shit <laughs> no i didn't touch him i didn't i wouldn't have either yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. um i want to i one of these days i'm gonna go back to that area and just 
take a take a peek to see if there's uh, any more of them. Or that'd be cool. Uh, my wife won't go with me. <laughs> very skeptical, but when I start, she knows I'm. You know, if I say something, it, that's it. You know, right. so she will not go up there. <laughs> she she uh, she don't want to see exactly what I'm talking about. I understand. They don't want, it's just funny. It's yeah. just like, no, I want to stay out of that. You know, right, right. <laughs> that's great. But uh, I would like to go back and snap some more photos. And That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's about it uh, as far as my interactions with with a bigfoot type creature you know i spent a lot of time in the woods especially when i was in my 20s uh i a lot of times on horseback by myself uh it was a very small town um uh I, i'm very very familiar with the woods and hunting and the whole nine yards um but that's that's pretty much yeah. about it for bigfoot well i yeah i think um i think a key thing too when you talk about that kind of stuff is that um you know, you're you're a guy that's very familiar with the outdoors, and mm-hmm. you, you're you're keen. You know, your senses are really you know heightened more than the average person. You know, just just kind of what you're talking about before about knowing how different animals move. You know where, you know where they would normally be, what they would normally be doing. So, you know, if you get that sense uh, of of what you saw was what you saw, then. You know, I mean, I think you're you're as good a judge as any to know when you see something that is out of place or different. Hey, everybody, you're listening to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. You probably knew that already because you're listening or downloaded to the episode off of your iTunes or your Spotify or whatever place you get your podcast from. We want to thank you for listening. We also want to remind you to like us, follow us, subscribe to us, make sure that you get your new podcast episode every week. We'd also like to ask you to rate and review so that we can grow our audience. We can have more friends. We can have more stories. So thanks for listening to What's Your Weird Story. I mean, that was pretty incredible. Uh, Those were some great stories, man. I mean, really interesting, original. You know, I haven't heard Mm -hmm. um, a story like, you know, a lot of what he was talking about. Yeah, man, we love a good Bigfoot story here on the podcast. And oh yeah! Surprisingly, you know we're we're not getting a lot, but man, when, when we do, man, they come through. They deliver, and they're just fantastic. Yeah, what do yeah. you th- what do you think, Hub? I mean, oh man, uh, you know, I enjoyed the stories. I thought, uh, you know, especially, uh, you know, he really really kind of hit a home run right out of the gate with that first story yeah mm-hmm. uh as you know a, a 10 or 11 or 12 year old kid however he was yeah however old he was when uh you know he he saw that bigfoot and you know i i would imagine you know he was curious about what it was what what he was walking over there to see you know and i think had he have known you know when he first saw it, you know, had he have known what he would see when he got over there closer, I'll bet he never would have walked over there. Right. But, but to see that thing and to be that close and it never even had an idea that he was there. Yeah. 
uh, or or if it did, and and he just and he the Bigfoot just knew that he wasn't going to harm him somehow, yeah. and he just stayed perfectly still. Yeah, uh, I think I think then. I, I I think that he I think that he the Bigfoot would have had to have known, would have had to have heard him, would have had to smell him coming from downwind, and would and probably just chose to try to remain still. Like he mentioned in the in the story with his dad, how the big how it stood still, right? And how a lot of times you'll see animals, especially if they're not predators. They'll stand still for a minute, right? To see, you know, just maybe to try and disguise, right. to not try to not be seen, yeah. Because you can see movement better than you can see stillness, you know. I have a very, and so I have a very vivid picture of of what he said, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah. It is. I don't know. I mean, you. Have, I've been in that situation. Like when we were kids, I used to we used to play Grey Ghost, you know, at night. Oh yeah. You know, and the whole idea was to hide, and so you'd have to be very still, still, you know. And I can remember a couple times being caught, but like you're trying, you're like in that, you're in that mode of like I can't move a muscle. I, I would imagine right. that's probably what was happening there, um, unless kind of what you're talking about, Hub, is maybe maybe he had been shot or. Um, was injured in some way, but regardless, coming up upon a scene like that and seeing something like, "Oh my God, there it is, right in front of my face," and the hand, the size of the hand and the leg, it's like, oh man, it's it's pretty. It puts me there, you know. Right. Yeah. His description of the events, you know, everything that he described. Uh, you know, he he described with a lot of detail, and and uh, it really did kind of put you there. And and you can tell, Lonnie's a smart guy. He mm-hmm. uh, he knows about the woods, and mm-hmm. uh, he knows about the creatures of the woods. And you know, I think when you're a hunter, I think that you kind of get an eye for for game, right. and you can you can kind of make out shapes that maybe somebody who doesn't spend a lot of time yeah in the woods looking for movement and you notice little things little little movements that other people might not recognize yes. and, and that's you know yeah uh that that could lend to why he's had you know these these sightings and things because he's aware of his yeah. surroundings right you know? yeah it really it is amazing you know when you when you spend time in in nature uh, i think i think oftentimes we forget this when we're city dwellers but uh your your senses your senses are heightened to their their highest degree mm-hmm. i mean that's where humans have survived for you know hundreds of thousands of years and 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 it's the mechanism is built into our bodies to be mm-hmm. operating in that in that uh in those kinds of surroundings and you can tell that uh like if I'm watching out my back, you know, if I'm sitting on my patio, I watch the birds because we get just an array of, of, of birds around and you won't even see the the bird in the tree but until it moves and, and that catches your eye and you think, oh, wow, like I didn't even realize, mm-hmm. you know, that it was there. Um, and, you know, multiply that by a thousand, um, yeah. you know, when you're seeing these large animals and in the areas that he's seeing them in, is it's impressive. 
Yeah, and plus, like, as like the animals know how to kind of camouflage, camouflage, right? You know, and mm-hmm. they know how to behave, and you know, so that's why you know him seeing and noticing these things really like that's I think there's a big validation for sure, you know, on on what yeah. and you know hunters are usually people who are fishermen are the ones who are known to you know exaggerate you know their catch or exaggerate what they've seen out there in the land but you know often hunters might you know they oh maybe they add a couple of you know a couple of pounds to a buck or some maybe a couple of points but generally speaking you know they're they're drawn down they're very down to earth and very you know um, pragmatic yeah yes thank you that's exactly the word i was looking for so when you see something outside of, you know, what's you know, your, you know, your registered universe, you know, something outside of the normal, when you have that moment of high strangeness and you see something that is unfamiliar, you, people tend to have reactions like his dad. He, he saw this thing. He acknowledged he saw this thing. He wanted to get his son's recognition of the same thing. But he didn't want to name it. He didn't want to see it. He didn't want to observe it any longer. He just wanted to get the fuck out. Right. And didn't want to address it anymore, you know. Right. And just and all he'll say is, yeah, I saw something, you right. know, basically. For so. sure. For sure, man. Well, it was great. It was great to have him on. Yeah. yeah. Lonnie great was, stuff. Thank yeah. you, Lonnie. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, uh, and he's coming back. We got more from him yeah. uh we got part two we get into to uh one of my favorite subjects which is the ufo stuff and he's got yeah. a ton of stories uh, he does he does of stuff. and uh yeah so uh once again thank you lonnie and uh thank everybody for tuning in um, we'll have more for you next week with uh with with lonnie and uh in the meantime go and check out our go check out our patreon um, we've got uh, some bonus content that you can get there at uh, at our different levels there, and go and um, you know support your uh, local UFO group. I don't know, do something, be productive, have a good week. Yeah, go do that. Go have yeah. a good week. Um, if you know, if all of a sudden you remember some interesting creatures you saw while you were out hunting, or uh, or maybe you saw some strange lights in the sky, or maybe you uh, woke up next to your dead relative. You know, if you got a story for us, or maybe, you know, it's not even like that. Maybe you got a cool job. You like, you know, you almost became an undertaker, but had to stop because people were fighting in the schools, or, you know, or you had taken too much acid or whatever. You know, if you got, we, you got stories. Everybody's got good stories. Everybody's got at least one good story. We want to hear it. If you got a lot, we want to hear them all. Get a hold of us. Be on the show. Uh, be a big part of, you know of of weirdsville we know you're listening so you're already a big part of it and we appreciate that so i guess to wrap it up for this week mr hubbard thank you for joining us and uh being support through this um and on the show and uh blonnie again thank you for joining us and in the meantime i believe you guys have uh go got some swimming parties pool parties to go to so uh i'll just say be safe be weird as always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and, and spreading, spreading the, the word, word about the podcast. podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time. 
Be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.